Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm pretty good. Excellent. Got a few stories today. Yeah, we got more than a few. Yeah, it's a newsy day. It is. Let's start with Beaches and Cream. Um, The original opening date for this, it's under construction, and the reopening date was supposed to be sometime in January, I think. um, Right around the 16th, 17th. Yeah, right, because it was when we're supposed to be there, and I tried to get a spot, and I couldn't. Um, It looks like they moved up the date to December 26th, so that's exciting for people who, I don't know, are going to be there then. I'm not, and my date's already booked, so it doesn't mean a lot to me. No. But... Uh, but yeah, so that's almost finished, and that's good. I can't yeah. wait to see how it looks. They expanded a bit, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, improved the experience, and uh, they've just kind of revamped it. Yeah, I think just a lot more seating. Do they show any pictures? Um, just of food. Just of food. And the kitchen sink is back, but reservations are live starting December 26th. The just uh, December 26th? They've been... Well, No. It's open. It's opening December twenty sixth. That's right. when reservations. But that's not when reservations open. That's when you, reservations may now be booked for starting right. dates starting December twenty sixth. Yes. That's why I say reservations are live. Okay. Okay. You okay. You're going to a Christmas party tonight after we record this, and you haven't even started drinking yet. I know. That's why we decided to do it beforehand. That's right. Um, they have a new parade coming to Disneyland. They're calling it Ma- the Magic Happens Parade. That's right. Magic Happens is going to celebrate awe-inspiring moments of magic that are at the heart of many Disney stories. Uh, Mickey's going to lead this new parade down Main Street, and of course there are going to be stunning floats and amazing costumes and beloved Disney uh, characters. The parade will feature an energetic musical score and a new song co-composed by singer-songwriter Todrick Hall. Um, So we're going to see some uh, Frozen 2 uh, stuff. Uh, We're going to see the uh, Knock the mystical water spirit with Christoph Sven, Olaf, Anna, and Elsa. We've got a Moana float. We've got um, um, a Maui is going to have his own float. Uh, Coco is going to have a float. Uh, so we're going to see, um, what's what's Miguel? Miguel uh, serenading inside of Ernesto de la Cruz's uh, house. We're going to see some scenes from Sleeping Beauty. So we got Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether, as well as... Um, Cinderella and uh, the Prince. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I meant to say. Yeah. The the concept art for this, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful parade. The floats are gorgeous. Um, and that is supposed to be coming on February 28th. So something to look forward to in Disneyland. Excellent. Um, park hours are being updated at Hollywood Studios. Um Especially for the evenings they're doing till the end of January. And then they've also, up till December 21st, updated, um, extended the morning hours. So what do we have? That's right. So if you are, if you're used to seeing Sunday morning extra magic hours at Hollywood Studios, that is going to change. Um, They are going to be doing two hour extra magic hours in the park to leave the morning free uh, so they can open earlier for guests. So on some nights through January, uh, the park will actually be open until 11 p.m. And then on the other side of it, uh, the official park opening time has been 8 o'clock, although they have been opening the gates to let people in as of 6.30. 
this morning, all of the uh, boarding parties had been distributed by 7.50, which is 10 minutes prior to the actual park opening. So beginning tomorrow, uh, the park is going to have an official opening time of 7 a.m. Yeah, you know, that's that's smart because how upsetting for people who don't really know what's going on but want to get on this. You know, something like when my daughter went and you ask at the at the parks, what you know, what time will the buses come and, you know, what time are things going to open? And it opens at 8, parks, the buses are coming at 7, and if that's not the case. You know, you get there, you think, okay, the park's opening at 8. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to get there at 7.30 and be the first in line, and maybe you don't even... Right, could you imagine showing up at 7.30 and the park's already been open for an hour, and you're on boarding group, you know, 90? Yeah. Well, that's lucky. What right. if you show up at 8 o'clock, right at opening, and they're gone? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's... I'm sure they're getting some complaints about that, so I'm sure that's right. why they're doing that. So this 7 a.m. opening time is going to be in effect uh, through December 21st, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them extend it through the holidays. Yeah, and maybe onward after that. We'll right. see what happens. Um, so they're doing a little bit of fun things with gift cards in Disney World. I don't know. Is that Disneyland also, or is it just a Disney World thing? No, nope, Disneyland it is too. Both. Um, they have sometimes little little extras with them. So, what are some of the little extras that you can get that make it more of a gift? Uh, well, some of them, you know, we, we've talked about the collectible metal. Uh, Gift cards right. that can be reloaded. Uh, some of the gift cards can be used as ornaments. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's really cute, this is the 10th year that they have created some holiday, uh, limited edition holiday trading pins. So if you purchase a $100 gift card, uh, it comes with a free, in air quotes, uh, holiday pin, uh, which kind of goes in conjunction with the uh, gift card. Uh, so they're really cute. They're each... Uh, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Uh, the pins represent them enjoying a cup of hot cocoa, and they've got like a winter hat on with with gloves. So they're they're really cute. It is cute. They're like sniffing their warm hot chocolate, and their eyes are closed. It's cute. Right, and then the gift card is Mickey and Minnie sitting by the fire. That's the one that comes with Mickey. The Minnie one is Minnie and Daisy baking cookies. Uh, Goofy is Goofy and Max decorating their tree, and Donald bringing home his Christmas tree with Chip and Dale is on the Donald card. Fun. All right. Now, PhotoPass has been around for quite a while. They're actually hitting a milestone, and they're doing some special things to celebrate that milestone. They are. PhotoPass debuted in December of 2004, so it is their 15th anniversary, and they're celebrating 15 years of memories. Uh, now through January 6th, they're going to have some bright, colorful, colorful photo opportunities uh, spread throughout Epcot. And uh, there are some different locations near the main entrance of Epcot as well as in uh, Future World uh, where, you know, they're taking specialized pictures. Uh, additionally, through January 6th of 2020, you can get 15% off of free domestic shipping on select orders when you customize and order a photo gift product through Easy Prints which you can get to by going to the uh, Disney PhotoPass website. And if you uh, follow throughout the year, either the Disney blog, I'm sure we'll mention it here, or you go to the PhotoPass website, there will be limited time photo opportunities and or products uh, offered throughout the uh, year of 2020 to celebrate. Very nice. Uh, some unwelcome excitement over in Fantasyland at Walt Disney World at Big Top Souvenirs and Pete's Silly Sideshow. It was closed today due to... Animals got loose and they were trying to rescue them. Is that what we're being told? That's what cast members were saying. However, uh, rumor has it that there was a small fire 
Um, they're saying it was a technical issue. Um, fire is not the official uh, word, um, but uh, that is why they were closed today. So the characters had been moved to a different location. Uh, Daisy and Minnie were meeting guests in an adjacent tent. Um, Donald and Goofy were meeting right next to the Storybook Circus restrooms, which is where <laughs> everyone wants to meet a character. <laughs> And then uh, Pluto himself was just roaming around Storybook Circus meeting guests. That's kind of fun, though. It's a little bit like uh, the old days. Right. Where characters actually moved around and and visited with you. Or the current days in California. Right. Um, Marvel Television has officially become a part of Marvel Studios. That's right. Um, So Kevin Feige, who is running Marvel Studios, uh, has just assumed control of Marvel Television. This is a move that was expected, um, and this was, you know, confirmed when they announced all of the Disney Plus stuff, uh, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, She-Hulk, and that all of those movies would be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, So this is nothing that is not expected. these movies are already being produced by Marvel Studios, so it shouldn't really affect anything. Uh, they say there's going to be a couple dozen layoffs, um, but it's it's just consolidation and strengthening the Marvel brand. Mm, all right. Um, some workers filed suit against Disneyland regarding wages. Yep. It is a small group of Disneyland workers, some of whom are su- work for subcontractors and not even Disneyland them- itself. Uh, they filed lawsuit against Disney. Uh, and others claiming that they are not being paid a fair living wage, which was required by a 2018 ballot measure out in Anaheim. Um, So uh, in 2018, Measure L required that any large hospitality business within the Anaheim Resort District that benefits from a city subsidy had to pay workers a minimum of $15 per hour. Um, So Disney had intended to take advantage of a large city subsidy as part of the canceled hotel that was to be built at the west end of downtown Disney. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's a question of money again. Yeah, but did they ever take, get that subsidy? Because they didn't, they didn't build that hotel. They did not. Uh, then President, uh, Disney President Michael Colgazier asked the city to remove any possible sub- subsidies on the, uh, ill-fated hotel is what the article says. Yeah. So, uh, in addition to Disney, um, Sodexo and Sodexo Magic, which operate the restaurants and coffee shops at the resort, including Starbucks, um, have been uh, included in the lawsuit. The plaintiffs in the suit include a barista, a hotel bellhop, a cashier, a makeup artist, and a banquet event, a banquet event server. Um, a judge is going to uh, rule to see if the case uh, can proceed as a class action lawsuit, which would then include more than 400 current workers. All right. Uh, Also in um, California, over at California Adventure, there is news that the Oogie Boogie Bash is going to be coming back for 2020. Yes, it is. It was very popular. It sure was. Uh, So uh, California Adventure uh, will see Mr. Oogie Boogie taking over from September to October of 2020. I wonder if they're going to also do um, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party at the uh, Disneyland Resort. Didn't they? That's what they used to do. They used to have a Halloween celebration there, yes, but it was not necessarily not Mickey's that. Not So Scary. Okay, but they used to have it at Disneyland, and then there, because of things that were construction that was going on, they moved it this year to Disney, to California, California Adventure. Adventure, and then it did really well and sold out well before. 
the dates right. of attendance. So I'm wondering if maybe they're going to try to do both parks with some sort of a Halloween celebration. That'd be amazing. They'll probably both sell Let's out. Let's just cram more hard-ticketed events. Well, they sell out, so, yep. you know. Um, at Epcot, they put up some new festival merchandise booths uh, over by the Land and Sea Pavilions. Yes. Uh, so these new, you know, it's festival season pretty much year-round now in Epcot. Right. So they're just creating a unified look with some of these booths that used to be, uh, you know, more of a pop-up style. Like, mm-hmm. they would appear for a couple months. These booths are now permanent. Um, they are very uh, modifiable. Like, the signage can be modified very easily. Uh, but they do have a uh, consistent look that matches the port of entry and Disney Traders uh, uh, store. Uh, so there is a common theming in all of these uh, buildings. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is over by the land and sea pavilions, and uh, you know they they put them over there because they didn't want the areas you know some of the areas near the center uh, to get congested. Very good. Yeah. And then jumping back across the country to um, Disneyland again, the Marvel um, Avengers Campus is coming along with its construction, but it's infringing a bit on Cars Land, and there's a little bit of upset about that. Yeah, you know, they're starting to go vertical now with uh, Marvel Avengers Campus, which is going to be a new land in Disney's California Adventure, which is replacing uh, Bugs Land. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, they're going up, so the steel is there, and some of it's coming up over Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters. And, uh, you know, it does impact the sight line. So it's, you know, you used to be able to just look over that wall and see the Cadillac Mountain Range. Uh, but now you're seeing some uh, some buildings, some steel. Uh, but, you know, Disney does a good job of hiding things. You know, from one part in Cars Land, you can actually see the Tower of Terror. That doesn't really fit either. You know, ultimately, this is a theme park. I'm sure that that side of the uh, Avengers building will be painted so that it matches something in Cars Land. Right, yeah. I mean, they try really hard in Disneyland. They're only able to do so much there. I think they're able to do a lot more in Disney World because they have more space. They can sort of spread things out strategically. Um, Disneyland, you know, they're working with what they have, so... Right, um, now, Avengers Campus is slated to open at some point in 2020, uh, at least the first phase of it, which will be everything except their uh, e-ticket attraction. Um, So, you know, we'll, we'll keep posted on that as additional news comes in. All right. And then lastly, um, at Disney Springs, a possible remodel is coming to the Chicken Guy. That's right. The Chicken Guy, because it's got an exclamation point on it. Oh. Um, which is Guy Fieri's fast food chicken restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened in the summer of 2018, and it's a menu, it features a menu of fried chicken that can be paired with 22 different sauces. Seems very quick. It hardly opened to be already doing a refurb. It does. It's been there a year and a half. Um, one of the problems with it is that that restaurant is very popular. The line is always long and there seems to be not enough seating. So, you know, no one knows if this is going to be, uh, if they're going to extend it a little to change the seating. Are they going to change the interior to improve the seating? Uh, this is in the ground floor of the Planet Hollywood Observatory. So they really don't have that much room, uh, you know, inside to do. It is? That's where that is? It is. Huh. Um, this is actually a partnership between Guy Fieri and Planet Hollywood. Okay. Um, the Disney Springs location was the first chicken guy in the country to open up. They have now upped their location count to four. 
Um, and, you know, the, the other thing is they could just be remodeling it to create a consistent theme among chicken guy restaurants. Maybe. I have a feeling they're adding a little more space, though, if, you know, if you've got long lines and no place to sit, which is, you know, it's a good problem to have right? at, at, at a newer restaurant. And, you know, some people, a lot of people malign this restaurant. Um, we've been once. Yeah, we liked we, it. Okay. We enjoyed it. I mean, it's chick. It's no Chick Fil A. The thing is, there's so many choices at Disney Springs. So you know, we tried it once because it was new. But despite the fact that we really liked it, I probably won't be back just because I the love. Line, and the lines have been so long. Every yeah, time I, go. I haven't even seen that. But like the polite pig, I love the polite pig mm-hmm. and um, Blaze Pizza. So there's just so many. I mean, we so haven't even options. gone to the, the deluxe burgers. No, uh, and that's supposed to be really good, too. Yeah. So We've got yeah. a lot of eating to do. Too many choices. And you've got a party to go to. I so do. follow us on Facebook. Give us a review on uh, iTunes under podcasts, Two Dudes Talking Disney. Um, and until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.